Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what it is. It's the It Boy, one half of the All Night Express, Rhett Titus, and you're listening to the ROH cast at ROHworld.com. Let's get it, baby. Hello everyone, welcome to episode 28 of ROH Cast. We've got another special episode lined up for you this week. My name's Harry, I'm the web designer and co-owner of ROHWorld.com. Once again, I'm here with Stephen, the other co-owner and the editor of the website. Hi everyone. And we've got a very special guest joining us this week. We've got one half of the All Night Express, Rhett Titus is here with us. Rhett, how are you doing? I'm uh, feeling pretty, pretty, pretty good, fellas. Thanks for having me here, ROHWorld.com. Great website, got a nice little form going on. Get all your good little ROH news from that website. Thank you. Thanks a lot for that. <laughs> we didn't pay him to say Not that, by that. the way. So. <laughs> yeah, thanks for joining us today. And I suppose we should firstly talk about your. Obviously, you're coming off surgery. How how are you feeling? Uh, I'm feeling great, actually. You know, uh, I, I had my surgery uh, a few days after final battle. Uh, I had a torn meniscus, so they had to go take care of that. And I'm feeling pretty good. I uh, was doing physical therapy with a company called Ivy Rehab. They're actually the uh, the therapy physical therapy provider for the New York Giants. So uh, you know, I was getting top-notch treatment, and uh, you know, they really pushed me to my limits in there to get me back to where I needed to be as soon as possible. And uh, you know, New York City, I felt good, and you know, I've been doing some indie shows and stuff. I've been feeling real good. And, uh, almost almost back to my old self. Oh, that's good stuff. Uh, obviously, you mentioned that match against Russian State Tag Team uh, in New York. How did you feel during the match? Was it, was it good to be back? What, what was that last part of the question? Was, was it good to be back in the ring after, uh, you know, a bit of a layoff? Oh, yeah, yeah, you know, uh, and it was cool coming back to New York City, you know, because, you know, that's Hammerstein Ballroom. That's, you know, pretty much, you know, the mecca of all the Ring of Honor shows. So uh, it was definitely cool coming back there. And, uh, you know, I've just, just been itching, waiting to get back because, you know, I, I've been at pretty much almost all the ROH shows while I was injured and you know it just sucked sitting there being on crutches and you know not being able to do anything and yeah. you know watching Kenny wrestle was just depressing you know because you know yeah. it was my first time my first time ever being sidelined for you know a period of time where I couldn't be in there wrestling in my whole six years so it was quite depressing yeah I should imagine it was okay but before we talk more about about Ring of Honor let's sort of go back to uh your early, earlier years uh, what, what's your first wrestling memory my first wrestling memory uh huh. well uh i think it would have to be when i was about uh three years old i um i wanted wrestling figures and i remember i uh i had, I had ninja turtle figures but i didn't have wrestling figures so I, I was i was playing with my ninja turtles and i had uh casey jones versus uh one of the foot soldiers and uh i was pretending they were rick flair and sting and i went to put the figure four leg lock on and uh the dude's leg fell off so <laughs> i wound up and then uh, a few a few months later it was christmas and i got my first uh my first um wrestling figures for christmas and you know the, the, those old hasbro figures and you know oh, mm. i was so pumped i was so pumped <laughs> that's actually you know um that's actually uh you know my earliest memory i have is with wrestling and stuff you know that, that's the uh i mean i think back about that and i think back about wrestling at seven and that's about as far, far back as i can go never mind just yeah. wrestling memories but memories of my life yeah who were some of your favorite wrestlers growing up then well, my favorites, um, 
Well, uh, being on the East Coast in Jersey over here, um, when I was six years old, uh, I was able to, um, my, my brother-in-law would start taking me out. He was like, oh, there's this, you know, this federation out, out here in Philly, and it wound up being ECW. And, uh, you know, we, we went out and started seeing those shows. I was six years old when I first saw my first ECW show, and uh, seeing it was different than what I was seeing on TV would be a total yeah. understatement. <laughs> but uh, I remember I used to love the public enemy. I used to love Sabu. Uh, I was a big Hulk Hogan fan, but, you know, once I kind of started watching ECW, I kind of, you know, started, and that was kind of, Hulk Hogan was getting old by that point. So, <laughs> but yeah, the, Pretty much uh, Sabu and Public Enemy and Hulk Hogan. Yeah, those, mm. those, those Good stuff. And when did you realize, you know, that you wanted to be actually, you know, be a wrestler, wanted to be in the ring? Well, uh, I guess uh, I, I realized that when I was first asked what I wanted to be when I grow up. Uh, that'd be in kindergarten when I was about five years old, and you know we had to draw on a piece of paper, you know what you wanted to be when you grew up, and uh, I drew like a wrestling ring and me wrestling inside it and stuff, and I said my name was going to be the Rettmeister, and uh, <laughs> a little, little bit uh, further on from the Rettmeister, but uh, you know, uh, still, uh, still cool if you're living your dream, you know. Yeah. Definitely. And obviously, you began training at an early age. It was 17, wasn't it? I mean, how did that come about? Um, well, um, I had, um, I had, uh, went, I was just itching to get into the ROH school, you know, because, uh, you know, I was, I wound up being a really big ROH fan. I actually was at the first Ring of Honor show in, uh, in, um, Philly, and, you know, I would go back there every month, and, uh, you know, I was just, I just wanted to get in there bad, and, you know, I, I saw that they were opening a school, but, you know, you had to be 18 to get in there, so, um, you know, I just, every show I went to, I'd, I'd be on uh, Sid Eek, and I'd be on him, I'd be on him, like, hey, I want to get into the school, I want to get into the school, and uh, eventually he said, you know what, if you want to get into the school, you know, have your parents sign a waiver, and, uh, you know, we'll put you in there, so, um, you know, I did that, and, uh, at 17, I went and tried out with uh, CM Punk and Samoa Joe. It was a uh, rather brutal day, filled with <laughs> about 500 squats, uh, 120 push-ups, um, you know, sprints, running around a pond for 40 minutes, lunges in the parking lot, just a whole bunch of stuff. And, you know, they really broke you down and see uh, see what you're made of. And, uh, you know, all, all while Samoa Joe is swinging around a Singapore cane. If you weren't going <laughs> low enough on your squats, you're getting hit in the cast with the Singapore cane. So, uh, and I'll tell you what, uh, after that, uh, I went back to school uh, the next day. And I couldn't, I was, I was late to every class for the next week, trying to walk up and down the stairs <laughs> at high school, you know, just like holding on to the rail and just climbing up it. And uh, it was bad, but, uh, you know, I uh, I made it through the trial, and uh, you know I was actually the only one to do the whole thing, and um, uh, I made it into the school, and uh, then you know Punk got signed, and you know uh, I was there's a little bit of period in there where there was no trainer, and uh, I was like you know uh, I'm gonna show that you know I you know I, I still want to do this, and so I started showing up at the shows to help set up the ring and do all that stuff, and then finally they reopened the school in June of 2005 with Austin Aries and uh you know he uh he went on to you know teach me everything I know. Mm. Obviously you as you say you trained with Austin Aries and you also trained 
a bit with Brian Danielson, didn't you? How was was training with those with those guys? I should imagine it was quite tough, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you know, uh, Austin Aries had like uh, a different mentality. You know, he's like, he's like, uh, he he told me and uh, Mitch Franklin at the time that um, that uh, you know he's not here to be uh, our personal trainer, so he's not going to make us do all these squats and push ups and all that stuff, you know, you guys are in charge of that on your own. And uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm here to, I'm here to teach you wrestling, you know, and you're going to come here and you're going to learn wrestling. And then, you know, that we did. And, you know, he would, you know, just, you know, hours of just wrestling as compared to, you know, training with Brian, uh, it'd be like, uh, we'd get in there and, you know, we'd have to do all these, you know, crazy exercises and bridges and all this crazy crazy squats and push-ups and stuff before we got in the ring and you know usually by that point you're pretty much beat and you know you don't really get to put a lot into your wrestling so yeah. I, I definitely had a had a um more fun time training with Aries and uh we just got along more on a personal level uh you know me and Brian kind of different people you know so me and Aries just kind of clicked a lot more hmm and uh, what yeah, was your? Yeah, sorry, say, I was very, very sad when Austin Aries wasn't the trainer anymore. Yeah. And what, what was your first match actually inside a Ring of Honor ring? What, what do you remember from that? Uh, my first match inside a Ring of Honor ring was actually my first match in front of a live crowd, um, and that was uh, in Dayton, Ohio, January twenty eighth, two thousand six against Shane Hagedorn on the pre-show. And uh, I remember, um, you know, I, I was in training, you know, I'd, I would always forget a lot of things. And, you know, uh, I wasn't really looking like I was going to be that good of a wrestler. And uh, and then um, I remember just walking out in the curtain that night and just everything clicking, you know, like yeah. everything just, I mean, not not to the full extent, but like, you know, it's just all that stuff like I went away and uh, I remember afterwards um Austin Aries was really impressed and he was really proud and you know and that made me uh, feel good about myself that I made my trainer proud in my first match and you know uh I think I think that match with Hagedorn still uh still you know holds up today who knows yeah. I'd see it on a on a best of ROH release sometime you know because Ring Water does have a lot of my very very early early matches so who knows what they're gonna do with those one day? Yeah, and um, obviously you you know you you had a few uh, more dark matches after that, and you went on to win the top of the class trophy. You were the last holder of that trophy, weren't you? And um, I, I suppose your your first major involvement on the on the roster was your feud with uh, against uh, Delirious, obviously involving Daisy Hayes. How much did you in, enjoy that? Uh, you know, I was just very um, very happy uh, to. Um you know, to be a part of you know, the main show because yeah. I tell you, I was I was just trying and trying, you know, to get on the main show for the longest time, and you know, just this wasn't happening. And it got to a point where um, where Gabe Sapolsky had actually came up to me and was like, you know, after one show in Philly, uh, and uh, he came up to me and he said, yeah, um, maybe you should just go out, try out for the WWE or something. And I was <laughs> like, oh wow, you know, like. You know, that wasn't my goal getting into wrestling. You know, so, yeah. I, I didn't, you know, I didn't say nothing at the time, but you know, I was, I was like, oh man, this is not good. So, uh, 
you know, I just, I, I just kept working harder and harder and, you know, kept coming around and, you know, no one was, you know, going to tell me that, you know, I wasn't going to be able to do anything. So, uh, and, and then like, I remember it was a Boston pre-show and I, I, I had new tights, uh, a new vest and a new bow tie. I looked at Ernie Osiris and Grizzly Redwood and I said, if this doesn't get me on the main show, I don't know what will. And then, uh, uh, the next weekend, uh, all of a sudden, uh, we were in New York City, you know, setting up the ring and all that stuff, and, you know, I wasn't expecting to do anything that night. I went over to Chipotle, had a big burrito, and, <laughs> you know, had a nice cold beer, and I came back, and uh, Gabe was like, you're on you're on the main show tonight. And I was like, what? It was the first time in time. Like I, I, I never even been on a New York city show up to that point. So like, I wasn't expecting to be on the Hammerstein ballroom de- debut show, you know? So, yeah. and I was like, I was like, what? I was baffled. And, and then, uh, then I was told that I'd be cutting a promo and I was like, wow, this, this is great. And you know, I, I, I've been sitting on that promo for like months, just waiting for someone to use it, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and how much do you sort of remember from that from that feud with Delirious? I mean, how much did you enjoy those matches with uh, with Delirious? Uh, it was good, you know. Um, it was really good. Uh, I, don't, I don't, Gabe didn't like have a lot of confidence in me at the time, so um, some of the matches weren't really that long. I would have liked, you know, some of the matches been a little bit longer, and um, it kind of just, I kind of felt it ended kind of weird uh, and abruptly because. Um, you know, he joined the Age of the Fall, and yeah. you know, then then me and Daisy were still beefing, and then Adam Pierce started booking after that. So it kind of, you know, you know, it went from one person's vision to another person's vision, and uh, you know, it, I mean, I don't know how it would have planned out uh, had you know Gabe stayed around, and you know, I guess it worked out all right with with Adam. Um, I, it just, I, I don't know, it just never had that big. In my, in my eyes, it never had that big blow-off match that, you know, it should have. Yeah. Mm. And obviously after that feud, you started tagging with, uh, with Kenny King in early 2009. But I, I take it that was an Adam Pearce decision then to put you two together, was that? Yeah. Uh, actually, a funny little story was um, was uh, Sugarfoot had actually p- pitched that idea to Adam Pearce. He was like, oh, yeah, why don't I... Why don't you put uh, Rhett with uh, you know the YRR and, and have us have him feud with uh, you know uh, the, you know the graduates of the ROH school and stuff and and I guess Adam just you know decided hey let's put Rhett and Kenny together and uh, you know it's funny because um, you know when I heard I was I was uh, I was teaming with Kenny I was like, I was like ah I'm, uh, you know <laughs> I, I I wasn't really happy. Um, you know, because, you know, he, we we just, you know, I don't know, we always had rubbed each other the wrong way. And when I remember, you know, me and Kenny talk about it all the time now. Like, uh, and when he heard that, you know, he was teaming with me, he's like, what? You're putting me with that student? Like, you know, what? <laughs> so, so, you know, we both weren't happy. And, you know, for, for a little while, you know, it was just kind of, you know, just both out there, you know, just trying to trying to you know maintain or you know and you know we just weren't feeling it and then then you know we started becoming friends and and hanging out and stuff like that so we got closer and you know then then things started kicking up a notch yeah and obviously not long after that you you then joined forces lost in aries and 
we've got a few qu uh, fan questions about him actually. Um, we've got one from 187 Joeyism and uh, also Macklin off Facebook. Uh, they say, how, how influential was Austin Aries um, in, a in the ANX we see today? Uh, very much so. Um, you know, like I said before, Austin Aries, you know, taught me everything I know. So, you know, not only did he, uh, teach me, uh, in training, but then it was like, uh, all right, uh, you know, go to, uh, go to work with your teacher day, you know, like, so we'd be out there. I'd be having tag matches with him. I'd be having yeah. six man tag matches with him and Kenny, you know, he'd be managing us. Uh, I'd be managing him. I'd be doing run-ins for him. So, you know, uh, and you know, he was always there to, you know, help guide me along and uh you know he's got great wrestling psychology and you know uh you know i i picked up on that in training and then teaming with him and you know being around him like that you know it was just a whole like another set of training if you can understand what i'm saying yeah so it was it was great though you know uh he uh is very influential and uh you know, uh, it was just, you know, it sucks that, you know, he's not around no more, but, you know, good for him. He's doing his own thing. Yeah. And also another one here from at John Shoe 89 He says uh, more more of the same thing. And also says, uh, tell Rhett I missed the bow tie and the room keys. So uh, we've got someone who misses those. Uh, the bow tie and the room key. Uh, um, you know, uh, I guess there's uh, every it comes a time in everyone's career where, you know, they got to evolve a little bit mm. and, uh, you know, I'm starting to get some bigger matches and starting to get profiled more. And, uh, you know, um, the, the bow tie was kind of, kind of, you know, hindering me a little bit, you know, you can't really be sitting there wrestling a main event match and a bow tie per se. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it was time to get a little more serious and, uh, you know, I think even with, uh, the boats with, without the bow tie and the room keys, I, I still kind of stay true to myself and, you know, addicted to love red tires and who I am. Mm. Uh, and obviously going forward from there, you, you, uh, you and Kenny had your first uh, tag team title show, the, the ninth anniversary show in Chicago, I believe. And how good was it to finally challenge for the gold? Uh, also on iPay-per-view as well, wasn't it? Yeah, um, actually, um, that was our, our second tag team title shot. We had uh, one in Indianapolis against Steen and Generico when they were tag champs. Oh. Um, yeah, uh, that, that that was our actual first tag title match. But uh, that 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 ninth anniversary show uh, tag title match against the Kings of Wrestling was a lot more important because it was a lot you know more high profile match instead of kind of just you know. Hey, it's Red Tice and Kenny King versus, you know, Kevin C and Janaga for the titles, you know. But yeah. now, like, you know, we had TV time invested in us and, you know, uh, you know, a lot of promos leading up to it. And, you know, people, you know, we even had a tag name by that point, you know. Prior to that, we didn't even have a tag name. So, you know, uh, it was very, you know, it was people were, you know, like kind of like, hey, you know. Uh, you know, are they going to win? You know, are they not going to win? You know, what's going to yeah. happen? So, uh, you know, we had a lot better chance with that. And, uh, you know, I really liked that match. Uh, it was a good match and uh, really helped uh, put us on on the map as a, a tag team and, uh, you know, having good, solid matches. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and then obviously you went on to the, you know, to have a lengthy feud with the Briscoes, which was actually voted by our fans as the feud of the year for 2011. So, um what what was your favorite match of the, of the whole feud? Do you have one? 
Whew. With my whole the whole feud between the Briscoes, um, my favorite match probably. Um, I have to say, Honor takes center stage in Atlanta last year, WrestleMania weekend, yeah. uh, night two. Either that, or I, I like the Chicago Street fight a lot too. I thought that was that was pretty badass. And the ladder war, you know. I mean, I like that one too, but I mean, honestly, it's it, it's kind of hard to go back and watch that match because you know, knowing like uh, you know uh, how many scars that I've yeah. uh, I, I got wound up getting from that match, and you know, just all over my body, and uh, you know, and it's kind it's kind of hard to watch, you know, it's it's weird, mm. but I, I really like the Honor Take Center Stage match a lot, just uh, you know, mainly because you know it really cemented us as you know. Um, as uh, you know, top tier players in Ring of Honor. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we've got a, a fan sort of. It's not really a question, but an observation uh, from Marcus on our forum. He says, "Not a question, but just wanted to say that your bloody face off with Jay Briscoe at Honor Take Center Stage was easy one of the best moments from 2011 in all of wrestling." So, uh, I think I have to agree with that. That as I say that match with uh, you and Jay just sort of slucking it out with you know blood and you know crimson masks, so to speak. I mean, that was just uh, it was brilliant to watch. <laughs> Yeah, um, no joke, uh, as like, uh, as I was getting up to face off with him, like, you know, I, I got goosebumps myself, you know, like, I just like mm. felt the crowd, like, as we were getting up, like, there was the crowd getting up too, and like, you know, it was, you know, your good old classic, boo, yeah, boo, yeah, boo, 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 yeah, boo, bang, yeah. and I never forget when I hit him with that final shot. I fell down and and as I was falling down, I looked over and I saw Jim Cornette jump straight up out of his seat and I was like, holy shit! Like, I mean, if Jim Cornette is so excited, you know, I must be doing something right. Yeah, definitely. And um, you know, as you as you say, as a team, you were sort of being taken uh, more seriously, and I think you know, you as a team went from you know sort of focusing on partying a bit more to actually focusing on your matches and. Uh, sort of evolving as a tag team. Uh, whose idea was that? Was it sort of a joint decision between you and Kenny? Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, I guess, you know, uh, I mean, let's get it straight. It's not like we don't party at all, <laughs> but, uh, like, you know, like the motto says, business before pleasure. So, uh, you know, we still get it in, but, uh, you know, just, we got to be a little bit more smart about it because, you know, if you're, you know, going, you know, in these 30-minute matches with the Briscoes or, you know, with American Wolves or uh, Young Bucks or anybody like that, you know, uh, you know, if you're out all night partying, drinking, and, you know, dancing with chicks, you know, it's going to be kind of hard getting up in the morning and uh, taking care of business. But, uh, yeah, yeah we got to be a little bit more smart about it. It was kind of like a collective thing. Um, so, you know, and, 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 you know, we still have fun, so... It's not that it's not that bad, you know. I guess we yeah. just you know got got a little bit of a curfew now when we uh, have shows. <laughs> yeah. And another fan's uh, observation as well here. FM twenty thousand says, "How painful was Mark Briscoe falling off a ladder onto your body through a table? I was five feet away from you when it happened, and I thought all of your ribs were broken." Man, I'll tell you that that hurt like a son of a bitch. Uh, <laughs> I. Uh, I uh, I remember uh, laying there, and the last the last second, uh, you know, I was at that point I was pretty much out of it because I I, I lost a lot of blood in that match, and 
I mean, the next day I actually, um, actually, uh, collapsed at my friend's house. I, uh, passed out, uh, I guess maybe lack of sugar or something, uh, just, you know, I wasn't uh, dehydrated or, you know, I was, I was all fucked up the next day. And, um, I, I'll never forget, like, uh, just looking up and, uh, the the last few seconds of him coming down, everything was just happening in slow motion. I was just like, Holy shit, what did I get myself into? Like, and uh, he landed. I was just like, Oh man. If, uh, it, I mean, you really, you really can't explain how it feels until, you know, you're in that position, you know, but yeah. damn, like, I, I can only imagine like what it was like being new Jack, like doing jumping <laughs> off the, top of buildings every night and, you know, being in a few with new Jack, having to let him do that to you every night. No, thanks. You know, that happened to me once. You know, I'm not trying to do that ever again. <laughs> Obviously, you know, as a team, you've had quite a, you know, quite a few epic matches in New York, but we've got a, a fan question from Marcus who says, what's your favorite city to wrestle in? Um, huh. Favorite city to wrestle in? Uh, you know, obviously, uh, New York is one of them. Uh, Dayton, Ohio. I like going to Dayton, Ohio because that's where I had my first match. And, you know, usually when we're there, we're, we're at the same building. And, uh, you know, it's always cool going back there where, you know, mm. where it all started. Um, Chicago, which, you know, shows us mad love. So, you know, everybody comes out in Chicago. And it's always a good time out in Chicago. Uh, I'm very excited about going back to Toronto. Um and because, uh, you know, we haven't been there in a while and, you know, fans are pretty, pretty crazy over there in Toronto. And uh, I like I like going down south, uh, you know, like uh, the Carolinas and, you know, uh, all that, because, uh, you know, they, uh, they they appreciate, you know, your good old school wrestling, you know, like, you yeah. know, and uh, it's, it's a lot of different crowds down in the south than, you know, it is up in uh up up north, you know, ever mm. you know, in New York and Jersey and Philly, you know, they've seen so much wrestling and, you know, all this crazy stuff that's happened over the years and you know, not to say that, you know, the Carolinas and down south haven't, you know, uh seen all that stuff, but, you know, man, they just love their wrestling down there, you know. Uh you know, for instance, I don't know if you ever watched any DVDs of like a Manassas Virginia show, but uh, you know, those people just, you know, they They'd show up to the show and they'd just be on snap, man, snap, man, snap, man, <laughs> and you know, and then eventually they get a they get a snap, man, too, and the place would practically the roof would blow off, you know. So uh, you know, those good down south crowds are always fun to to work with. Yeah. Uh, another one, Mister Small Package asks, what tag team or wrestler has been your favorite to have a match with? I imagine that's quite a tough one. <laughs> What tag team or wrestler has been my favorite to have a match for it? Um, uh, um, uh, believe it or not, uh, I really enjoy wrestling the Briscoes just because, uh, you know, they just, uh, uh, they, my hatred for them just brings out like a different side of me. Yeah. That, uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. I think, I think that's going to, you know, happened this weekend as well with the Young Bucks, uh, because you know they put me out for you know a good two to three months. So uh, you know, I got I got a little payback coming towards them. 
But, uh, you know, the Briscoes, they just bring out this different, different side of me. And, uh, you know, I like that side of me and, uh, and, uh, you know, just that, you know, pure hatred, just going back and forth. And, uh, it's, it sounds weird to, you know, uh, average person, but it's a very good feeling. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Renegade one two one wants to know: In the future, can you see yourself in WWE or TNA? Uh, you know, uh, when you're going to WWE or TNA, uh, it's kind of all about being in the right place at the right time. And mm. uh, right now, uh, I'm with Ring of Honor, and I'm happy here. Um, but you know, if you know something happened down the line, you know, where I was in the right place at the right time, and the situation was right, uh, you know, I'd be, you know. I'd be more than uh, happy to do it, but you know, I got I got some goals here in Ring of Honor that I would like to accomplish first, and uh, so I think I'm going to stick around and uh, try to accomplish those goals before I uh, head anywhere else. Hmm. You mentioned your your goals. I mean, uh, what goals have you set yourself for the rest of 2012? What What do you want to achieve? Uh, well, shit. Uh... And uh, it, it sucks because, like, you know, last year I was like, oh, you know, by 2011, you know, I want to, I want to, you know, have the Ring of Honor Tag Team titles. And, you yeah. know, it, we fell short to do that. So now we're we're about almost four months into 2012. And uh, I, I'm thinking the same thing, but it's like, damn, uh you know, we got this title shot that we're, we're we're holding on to, and I mean, it's not that we don't want to use it; we want to use it. But you know, Ring of Honor keeps booking these matches with you know wrestling's greatest tag team. We've done beat them on TV in the Proving Ground. We beat them in New York City. Like, you know, how come these guys are getting a, a title shot? And quite frankly, I'll tell you exactly why, and it's because. Ring of Honor doesn't want to do A&X versus the Briscoes. You know, they're, they're scared to do it because Sinclair Broadcasting has spent extra money making sure that we stay at different hotels just so nothing goes down. <laughs> so, like, it's uh, it's quite apparent, and uh, I think Jim Cornette and, you know, Ring of Honor officials are, are scared to have that match happen because if you look back at all that craziness and all that, blood that was shed in those matches you gotta remember none of those matches were even for the tag team titles they were just for a chance to shot a shot at the tag team titles now the briscoes have the titles and there's no no telling what can happen <laughs> definitely and uh looking forward to, to this weekend obviously showing in the sun i mean you, you've got the jewel jewel with the with the young books what can people expect to see from those two matches they can expect to see the young bucks get their ass whipped. Um, <laughs> I, I'm I'm coming down to Florida with a with a burning vengeance to to make these guys feel like I felt for you know the past three months sitting on the sidelines. You know I, I I'm sick and tired of you know young bucks you know walking around thinking they're better than everybody else. They're just some two skinny little schleps. You know I'm, I'm gonna <laughs> smack these guys around and show them who's boss. <laughs> Definitely, I'm sure it'll be uh, entertaining to see. And obviously, you've requested the street fight, haven't you? I mean, uh, that'll yeah, really yeah. put you and Kenny in your element, won't it? Does it really look like the Young Bucks have ever been in a street fight <laughs> out in Lancho, Cucamongo, California? I don't think so. Uh, <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, I, I live in New Jersey. Kenny lives in Las Vegas. You know, we, we've seen a share of street fights. You know, we ain't scared to shed no blood. You know, obviously, you know. And, uh, you know, Young Bucks, you know, I don't ever recall a match seeing them bleed or anything like that. You know, they're, these guys are shook. They're scared. 
And, uh, you know, they try to put up this front, like, you know, they're all, I saw the little Harlem Globetrotters videos, like, you know, what does a game of basketball ha- have to do with a street fight? Like, <laughs> am I supposed to be scared that you guys are, are you know, shooting, shooting uh, three-pointers? Like, this ain't a basketball game. This is a fight. And it's going to be a fight, not a basketball game. So you can, you know, do your layups and, you know, all that, your free throw shots and all that good shit. But when it comes down to it, you ain't ready for this fight. Mm. And obviously, you know, you'll be hoping to get two wins over the weekend. If you do achieve that, is that the end of the Young Bucks for you as a team? Do you think that you should be going towards the tag team titles after after this weekend? I mean, uh, the, the tag titles are always on the mind. Um, I mean, if we go, if we go two and zero against the Young Bucks this weekend, and we still don't get a title shot, I mean, something, something seriously wrong. I mean, especially given the fact that we have a title shot in our pocket that we are trying to use for Ring of Honor, throwing out every little curveball. Oh, oh, well, we already have a tag title match booked here, and ah, oh, we already have one booked there, and. And all this, you know, mumbo-jumbo bullshit that I'm sick and tired of hearing. And, uh, I mean, I I won't hesitate to, you know, fuck up the Young Bucks again. No problem. You know, you guys want to put me out for a few months? No problem. Let's see how uh, you guys fare being out for for three months. See see how you guys get by with, you know, not being able to wrestle and having to, you know, pay bills and put food on the table. Let's see what happens then. See, I I think it's going to be done until they felt all the pain that I felt. Hmm, so we could be oh, seeing. Sorry, I'm getting, I'm, I'm getting a little fired up here. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> I'm, I'm a cool, calm, collected, nice guy, but you know, we're starting to talk about some stuff that's getting me fired up a little bit. <laughs> that's absolutely fine. And obviously, yeah, you know, as you say, we'll, we'll, do you think we'll be seeing a couple more matches then between you and the Young Bucks, just to, you know, really, really sort of stamp, you know, your authority on the tag division? Um, I mean, why the hell not? I'll, I'll whip their ass at any chance I get. I mean, but, you know, I want to point out the the matter of fact that we really want those tag titles. Like, so we're going to just whip on the Young Bucks this weekend and, you know, try to get our tag t- title shot. And, you know, in the, in the meantime, if we got to beat the Young Bucks ass once or twice again, you know, no problem. Let's do it. Let's get it. And mm-hmm. they don't want it with us. <laughs> Okay, then uh, before you, uh, Rhett gets any any angrier, we'll, we'll wrap this uh, interview up. I mean, uh, how can how can fans get in contact with you, Rhett? Uh, you can uh, tweet me at Rhett Titus A-N-X. That's R-H-E-T-T-I-T-U-S-A-N-X. And can they get you on, have you got a Facebook and uh, maybe a YouTube, something like that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Facebook.com slash Rhett Titus, R-H-E-T-T-T-I-T-U-S. Um, and also uh, uh, YouTube.com slash Rhett Titus. I haven't put no videos up there in a while, but uh, I'm always favorite and stuff. And, yeah, I stay I stay a little active on the YouTube, so you can go check me out on there, too. That's good stuff. And uh, so that, that's it, people. Uh, thanks for joining us today. I hope you enjoyed uh, this interview. Uh, thanks again to Rhett for joining us. Hey guys, thanks for having me. Uh, I appreciate it. Keep up all the good work over at ROHworld.com. No problem, thank thanks for that. And everyone remember to uh, order Showdown in the Sun uh, coming this weekend, Friday night and Saturday afternoon. Two shows for $20. Uh, can't ask for much more than that. And uh, hopefully we'll be seeing Rhett Titus uh, get some retribution on the Unbook. So uh, 
yeah don't yeah. forget to order that one and uh yeah thanks again for everyone for joining us hey brother one last thing i would like to say in case you haven't noticed at rohwrestling.com the classic anx t-shirts are on clearance for 14.99 so this is probably going to be your last chance to get that shirt so if you want to get it you better uh hurry on up and head over to rohwrestling.com 14.99 big clearance sale go check it out do what the man says. 